0: Welcome to Exam Room Exposed. I'm Dr. Debbie Sharfus, and I've been practicing obstetrics and gynecology for 30 years. Exam Room Exposed will take you into my exam room, where no topic is off limits and no question will go unanswered. So come on in to my exam room. Welcome to episode one of Exam Room Exposed. Again, I'm Dr. Debbie Sharfus, and I've been practicing obstetrics and gynecology for 30 years. I figured for the first episode of Exam Room Exposed, why not expose it all and jump right in to one of the most common topics in my exam room, and yet something that for many people is never discussed, and that is painful sex. Now today we are not going to talk about painful sex except in the context of menopause. So let's talk about menopause. So when you're in menopause, the definition of that is that you have not had a period for a year that is not caused by something else, such as having an IUD with progesterone or taking birth control pills, or maybe having what's called an endometrial ablation. So if it has been a year since you've had your last period, then you are menopausal. So what happens when you're menopausal? Well, really what's going on is that your ovaries have stopped working. And because of this, you are not producing the female hormones of estrogen and progesterone anymore. When that happens, many parts of your body are affected because the estrogen and progesterone bind to different organs and do different things in them. Today, we're going to discuss what happens when the estrogen does not bind anymore to the vaginal mucosa or the lining of the vagina. So one of the most common complaints or issues I um, encounter when seeing patients in the office is that they say it hurts to have sex and that this is getting progressively worse since they've been menopausal. So, first, we need to discuss why this is happening or what the estrogen really does for the vagina in the first place. So, the estrogen binds into the layers, the cellular layers of your vagina. And what it does is that it helps give collagen and blood supply and actually sugar supply or glucose. And these things actually help the vagina be lubricated, it helps it to stretch and helps it to be able to accommodate things. So when you do not have hormones anymore and your estrogen is gone, the symptoms you would have is that you feel like your vagina is very dry. People tell me it feels like sandpaper when they're trying to have sex with their partner. You may have itching. Sometimes people have burning. And you definitely feel like it's much smaller and tighter. This is all normal. This is what normally happens when you don't have estrogen and go through the change of menopause. The problem is that why should we as women accept normal? Why should we, when we're in our mid-50s, give up our sex life and pleasure just because this is what normal is and what nature intended to happen when we were done having children. So what can we do? Well, there's a lot of things you can do, and let's start with the simplest. We're going to start at the very beginning with things that are quote-unquote over-the-counter, homeopathic, natural, however you want to describe it. So the first thing you can do is use different lubricants to help when you're actually having sex or intercourse. So there are things that are over-the-counter you can buy, One of the things that I find is very helpful for patients is actually using coconut oil. And yes, it doesn't really smell like coconut and it's fine to use. It won't hurt you, it won't burn you. And there are very few people that have any kind of an allergic irritation or reaction. The second thing you can use is pure sesame oil. Both of these things you can buy at many, many stores and use. Now this will help you as a lubricant, And for a lot of people, especially when they're initially menopausal, that's enough. However, if that is not enough, then we start thinking about what can we do to actually change the tissue of the vagina again, or what we call the mucosa. The first thing you can do is use something called hyaluronic acid suppositories. So this is very common name to a lot of women, and that is because hyaluronic acid H-Y-A-L-U-R-O-N-I-C acid is actually in a lot of facial creams and preparations that claim to make your wrinkles go away. And that's because it kind of plumps things. So it's plumping your vagina and making it more moist. You can get these suppositories online at a few different places. And usually you will need a special code to get into the website from your physician. So ask them about hyaluronic acid suppositories. The second thing you can try is starting to decide if you want to use estrogen. Now, estrogen's gotten a bad name over the years, as we all know, as something that causes breast cancer. And I'm not going to go into that right now. That will be another episode. But vaginal estrogen has been studied numerous times, and the amount of estrogen absorbed into the body through the vaginal mucosa and into the blood supply is very, very small. Now, if you have breast cancer, let's defer to talk to our oncologist and our gynecologist. However, if you have never had breast cancer, then it is, and if you had had breast cancer, a lot of people can still use vaginal estrogen. Now, the estrogen comes in many different forms. So, there's estrogen that comes in a tablet that goes in your vagina, in a cream, in an ointment. There's actually a ring that you can put in your vagina that will stay there for three months and you change it every three months and slowly releases estrogen. And there is also um, a suppository. So, if you choose to do this, it works great. It actually puts the estrogen back and this will cure your issue. The problem is that you have to use it all the time. It's not like a lubricant. It's not as needed. It's not, oh, we're going to have sex tonight and I need to put in my estrogen. No, it doesn't work like that. What you have to do is you have to put it in two or three times a week at night. And yes, for some people, they complain that it is gooey and there's discharge and they're not happy with it. However, it really, really works, and it will make things so much better. So I encourage most people to try one of these products. There is another product that's not estrogen but breaks down to estrogen called DHEA. And DHEA is a precursor hormone to estrogen and testosterone. It comes as a suppository. It's also a prescription, and it breaks down to a weak estrogen and a little bit of testosterone. Again, this is a suppository, and you need to put it in the vaginal canal two or three times a week. It does work really well, too, and it does have a weaker estrogen. The other option is getting an estrogen compounded at a compound pharmacy that your gynecologist could prescribe for you, and then they can exactly tell how much estrogen, estriol, or estradiol they want to put in the vagina. The other thing I'd like to discuss about it is that if you had breast cancer yourself, or if you just are too fearful of putting estrogen in your vagina, or if you forget to put it in there and don't like the gooiness and don't want to put something in your vagina all the time, then something else you can do is carbon dioxide or CO2 laser treatment to the vagina, In our office, we have one of these lasers, um, and what it does is it actually delivers heat to the vaginal walls. It is delivered through a probe, and yes, it kind of looks like a large dildo, but it is really not painful. The first time can be somewhat uncomfortable because it has to go in your drier vagina. I always try to get my patients to use one of the other products for a few weeks before we do the first treatment. It usually takes about three treatments depending upon which laser your doctor has. And what it does is it delivers heat to the vaginal wall. This heat actually damages the cells in the layers underneath the skin. And what happens then is that the vaginal layers repair themselves. They repair themselves and they rebuild collagen and blood supply, and then the vagina becomes the way it was before. Now, I'm not going to kid any of you, and I'm not going to tell you that it's like you're 25 because you're not, but it is so much better. It's about as good as using the vaginal estrogen, so probably about 85%. And if you have any of these treatments and then use a lubricant, you're going to be so much happier. The pain's going to go away. Probably the itching and burning will go away. So that's another option. The other thing that the laser can do is that it, for some women, it can help strengthen the pelvic f- vaginal floor, the anterior vaginal wall, which is where your bladder is. And so it helps some people if they have very mild stress urinary incontinence, meaning you're running around or you're jumping and coughing and sneezing and you're kind of peeing a little bit on yourself. So this does help that too, to a certain degree. So I hope that's been really helpful to everyone. It is such a common issue, and I go over this story every day, multiple times in my office. So I'm hoping that this will help, that you can at least take these questions to your gynecologist, and that hopefully you will have a happy, healthy sex life well into menopause.